as you take your time to watch the national news or surf the web today it becomes very clear that actually we're living in a world that is upside down the government seems like a circus people's suffering hurts your heart as you read and consider it where can you find rest for your heart where can you find some respite for your own soul how about psalm 19 there are two voices two qualities and two responses that can bring the spirit of psalm 19 to life for us number one seek the two powerful voices of god the first voice is the heavens or the firmament of psalm 19 1 to 6 which teaches that the heavens speak daily and speak every language on earth there is not one person who does not hear the voice it further describes the heaven as a tent for the sun every person alive is under its influence as it daily makes its way across the sky so what does it say it declares the glory of god it points people to god's eternal power and divine nature that can also be found in Romans 1 verse 20. Every day as we go outside and see or feel the effects of the sun, it is reminded to us of God's eternal power and his divine nature. Our response is to recognise the glory of God. The second voice is the word of the God, uh, word of God, the Bible. Psalm 19, 7 to 9 states that as we read God's word, it transforms us, it restores us, makes us wise, rejoice is the heart enlightens the eyes and helps us with truth and righteousness and number two to explore the two qualities of god's word the first quality is intrinsic value psalm 19 verse 10 which states that god's words are the greater value than gold than ever even an amount of pure gold they bring greater delight than honey than even the sweetest honey from a honeycomb the psalmist in this case used two variable objects to describe the intrinsic value of the Bible. It is of far greater worth than great amounts of the finest gold. Sweeter and more desirable than the finest honey. When it was written, um, you know, a lot longer than when all the sweets and chocolate of today, um, honey was a delicacy. Um, and here it says that God's words are even greater delight than this. The second quality is personal value. Psalm 19.11 teaches that by them you are warned, or in other words, reminded, instructed, um, and in keeping them through obedience is great reward. So the Bible provides us with two incredible benefits. We receive a warning to help us guide our heart and um, guide and guard your heart and life. Plus, you receive great reward when you follow what the Bible teaches. This instruction and reward, of course, begins with Jesus. The warning of rejecting him and the reward of accepting him to receive forgiveness of sin. However, the instruction and reward are actually so much greater as the Bible's teaching touch every part of life. So how do we respond to these two daily life-changing ways to God's word? The first response is prayer of personal repentance. So like it says in verse 12 to 13, Who can know all his errors? Cleanse me for the sins I am unaware of, plus... Keep me from committing flag flagrant sins and do not let the, those sins control me. Then I will be blameless and innocent of blatant rebellion. So in this prayer, the prayer there is a sense of self-awareness and self-reflection. The idea is that you read God's word and then use its teachings to carefully consider your heart and life. Your desire to follow God in every way. Therefore, we ask God to cleanse us from those sins we are unaware of that exist and to keep us from follow, allowing the sins to um, control us or dominate us. The second response is a prayer of personal surrender. 
in Psalm 1914, it's a daily prayer of all of us to pray each and every day after we have stopped to read and consider God's voice in scriptures. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be accepted in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. In this prayer, um, we essentially dedicate our words and our thoughts to God throughout the day. Our goal is that God will be honoured in all that we think and all that we do and all that we say. By implication, this prayer means that there are no thoughtless moments or no idle words. Instead, we purposely engage our mind throughout the day and intentionally use the words to bring honour to God. Our thoughts reflect a spirit of worship that comes from our love of Christ. Um, our words demonstrate a love of Christ and a love of others as they, as we seek to encourage, enrich and embolden others. Furthermore, this prayer reflects a humility that recognises from whom our strength actually comes from. The power that only God provides in Christ through the spirit that's indwelling. So... As I reflect on this, I want to live today in awareness of the two voices of God, two qualities of the word and the two responses to the word. As you, as we do this and daily become aware of God's voice, the quality of God's word and the appropriate response in prayer in our lives and how we do it, our life will change. It is impossible to reflect on God and his word to increasingly desire his word and to pray in reflection of God's word without changing to become more like Christ. So go outside, walk around somewhere, look at the sun, trees, grass and sky, remind ourselves of God's voice, take our Bibles or our Bible app um, and read some of our favourite scriptures. Write out the Psalm 19, 12 to 14, read it every day in prayer to God rehearse it throughout your day and read it before bed as a nighttime prayer at night you might add and the dreams of my night to the prayer if you want to before long we will have memorized it and it will become a daily part of our prayer life i think this psalm is very much a one to remind us that even though we go on a daily journey every day with our normal routines, whether we've got kids, whether we've got work, school, um, food shopping maybe, or watching TV or reading a book or meeting friends for coffee or lunch, that actually everything that we do, everything we think, everything we say has an implication on our relationship with God. Um, and I'm very much aware that, you know, when I'm very much wrapped up in my work or in something that I'm doing that I don't always put God first um, and it is very difficult to then think that um, my life is going to be better that actually what I'm doing is going to be Christ-like all the time um, and this has made me really think about we'll take that step further to think about um, how little things like how we think how we start our day how we end our day um, you know, impacts our life really and how we can bring um, love of God into this world.